0: Ho ho ho! Happy holidays! Welcome back to another episode here on What's the Word Entertainment. Of course, I'm one half of your old Sherm. Got my boy and partner, Carmel Bedditt. What's going on with you, homie? Happy holidays to you, sir.
1: Happy holidays to you, sir. Pleasure to see you on this beautiful day.
0: Yes, sir. We're here Christmas Eve. Happy Christmas Eve to everyone out there. Um, got our special guest and returning returning guest, and from away from New York, Ravi in the building. What's going on with you, homie? Good to see you, man.
2: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Always glad to uh, jump on and uh, do this with you guys. I'm here in blustery, blustery New York Metro. It is a good five, six degrees outside. Mm -mm, mm I don't want no
0: parts. You can keep (laughs) all of that for yourself, young sir. Let me tell you. That's how you live, blog. That's how you (laughs) live, blog.
2: Yeah. Well, I'm glad you left Long Island and uh, kept all the cold for me. I'm, yeah i'm so happy for that oh
0: so, <laughs> yeah paying it forward, paying it forward for his boy hey i do what i can i'm only one man you see know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> oh man man it's, it's it's crazy that 2022 is pretty much just about over we're now on upon to christmas tomorrow it's just wild to think about you know the past even the, just not just this year the past couple of years have just flown by you know um but yeah i'm definitely excited for christmas um probably more so than anybody else because everyone most people know it is my, christmas is my birthday so live excited for that too Uh um, let's go you're no know, getting old sonny. You know, that's what happens when you get out in the streets
1: becoming a seasoned veteran of the game i don't want you to hurt your uh, negotiation talks later in life talking about your old listen you're a veteran you're seasoned you bring <laughs> something you say a, a seasoned veteran
0: that's what you it? did there seasons <laughs> veteran okay okay i get it i get it <laughs> more
2: adobo I, I than salt and say- pepper baby there you go i was gonna say seasonings but yeah. <laughs> oh
0: adobo, adobo all day <laughs> oh adobo all day yeah let me nice second started on that but uh yeah you know christmas obviously always a good time of year everyone's enjoying a family time and presents and things like that and is there anything obed that you may be looking forward to this christmas at all
1: watching all the reruns of the christmas movies that we grew up watching right even the the stop animation uh Chris kringle and uh jack the jack jack frost all that stuff um Mm -hmm. you know and then the food like there's you know this entire as soon as we hit august it's like you know unstrap your belt you're about to eat a whole bunch of food so (laughs) i'm getting together just having a feast everything is a feast you know
0: yeah yeah um ravi how about yourself any uh anything you're looking forward to this year
2: Uh, i did appreciate the movie i know the wife loves those uh christmas feel-good movies they always end the same um I, I appreciate the food also i'm gonna be yeah. cooking a christmas dinner for the family to tomorrow very nice, nice very nice, so nice i got all my fixings ready and all, nice. my all is,
0: the fixings yo um, no go ahead, go, ahead, go, ahead, go ahead no
2: the Sorry. other thing i was gonna say is i can't wait for it to be over because <laughs> uh, as an adult with uh, small children it's it's work and right. believe me, I don't even do most of the work.
1: Right. Feel you, right. you. Nice to one. just show up and just take part as opposed to like you're 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 masquerading the whole show, right? You're you're doing listen,
0: hats off to you, the host. Right. You got you mentioned movies. I have to ask this question. So question that's been asked since since the dawn of time. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes or no? Because we know what happens at Christmas. And I, and, I, and I want to ask, and it. because I have a counter to that. So, I mean, Rad, please jump in. Is Die Hard a Christmas so
2: movie? So, I actually read or watched a video of Bruce Willis at an award show or something, and he pronounced that Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Okay. So, that's coming from the horse's mouth.
0: Right. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Oh, fair enough. Because I was going to say... He's a
1: damn liar. It takes, it takes part at a Christmas party. Come on, man. So, the entire reason he showed up to the tower, none of, nothing would have happened if he didn't go to the Christmas party. So right. how is it not a Christmas movie if the impetus for what sets off the chain reaction? It just would have been some dead bodies in the, in the Nakamoto Towers. Nakatomi Towers is what
0: it would have Knack been. Me- <laughs> I feel heard all those say, events
2: still would have happened.
0: Dude, Carl Winslow may not have made it. You know how, what I'm saying? Might not, we might not have family ties, okay? <laughs> family, we, family matters. Family yeah. matters. Excuse me. Yeah. Matters. Oh wow. Talk about the Seavers. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We're okay. So then, let me ask you this. Then, is Lethal Weapon a Christmas movie? Because that first. That because that yes. uh because that happened there on yes. Christmas too. If you around, do around, around, around your, Christmas. if you
1: do anything, listen. How do we remember life? right? And I don't even know if I should just let, I don't want to take it steam out of what you're talking about right now. No, uh, go, go Sherman, But like, how do we remember life, if not the events around the moments when those things happen, right? Mm-hmm, I will man. always remember snowmageddon, you know, during the holidays, like 2007, I want to say 2008, right, like snowpocalypse in 2011, right, we've had, we've been hit with these things. And I always remember it's during the holidays, I remember it's Christmas, and you're fighting the cold walking to whatever. So I can't imagine saying, okay, hey, listen, the scene is it's Christmas, guns, explosions, traumatic uh, experiences. It's Christmas. No, there's no Christmas movie. This wasn't about Christmas. Christmas was <laughs> happening. but It's not about Christmas. Yeah. yeah, you're trying to sell a movie, so you do it during the time of the year where people have a chance to go watch your movie because they got yeah. some free time off, and they're super elated. Come on, right,
0: right. No, I get it. I I don't have a problem with it either way. It's just one of those things that people always debate. But I thought it was interesting. Yeah, I mean, the movies are always fun to watch too. Obviously, you know, the they throwbacks like Home Alone, things like that. You know, obviously those are classics too. We you know, obviously our age group we grew up on a, that. A Christmas you know. Story. yeah all them. Christmas yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. Those-
2: candace Cameron movies on Lifetime.
0: <laughs> uh, all
2: about all that. a
0: little
1: strong. He he was great. when they just gave him set lines, where they let him do his own creative thinking.
0: Things got a little wily, you know what I mean? She, she was always, you know, she was always running around doing some some sort of Hallmark Lifetime movie. You know, after after Full House. You know what I'm saying? uh But yeah, but you do know, Christmas is always a good time. I'm definitely looking forward to the fo- the food too. Getting that baked ham in the oven. You know, some cornbread and stuff. That's gonna be slamming. You know what I mean? Um, just something I was also thinking about some of my favorite Christmas memories growing up you know I was, I was younger things like that I think I've talked about this one time before but you know me I was looking forward to was getting those those big Lego sets you know that was always a gift you know uh-huh. those are those are the joints or even the okay. um Throwback to the uh the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles characters oh, that was that was hitting too. Did and you at, have the truck? Did you have the the big truck that they had? No, no, I did not. I always I always, always that had truck. that. Yeah, but the Lego joints was definitely my favorite thing to do because not not just the little, little Chiquito joints you get, you know, no, no, you go to no. Target for like twenty dollars, right. the big gigantic ones. Death Star. All, all yeah, we spent yeah. it all day Christmas Day just building those things up. Yo, that was that was definitely fun. Of course, That's I awesome. I remember getting the very old school first on Nintendo one year and oh. getting and getting. Game, game boy chain. the following year oh no that, early oh, 90, no that, i got all of them he had Yeah, had spades
1: that's awesome that
0: was that was fun any certain memories you know, that you can think of obed from oh christmas past
1: it, it's definitely so our you know video game kid like everybody right like you said like our, our childhood the creation and growing with the ataris with the nintendos with the with the, the segas man it probably had to be the year that we got playstation we got the original PlayStation. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, right. I burned through that thing because I had we had one game and it was so uh, Crash Bandicoot. No, we it, it was Cause, um because
0: I remember it uh, used to come with Crash Bandicoot when you first got it. it. When it first came out, it was that was a game it just came with that one. I right. That it had
1: one. um uh, it was it was uh Aeros, it was a shooting game that was Aerosmith based. Like Aerosmith hmm. had partnered with some company and done interesting yeah and so, so it was an arcade game it was an arcade game at the time and I remember playing at one time uh just I, we had a local arcade in Canada I went to at any rate so I got a chance to get this on Christmas and like you're burning your retinas playing this game all day long you know <laughs> what I mean like nothing else matters you don't even go to sleep it's like two or three o'clock in the morning uh and then one yeah. Christmas I think we got uh I don't know. It was all video games. I loved getting video games for Christmas. We got yeah, Resident Evil yeah. 2. And I was like, I remember waking up at 2 o'clock in the morning to my older brother playing it. And some dogs crashed through a door. And I almost had a heart attack. It's oh, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm, I'm in middle school right now. This is crazy. <laughs> you know?
2: yeah. The game you were speaking about was Revol- Revolution X...
1: Revolution X, that's the game. Yeah, that was it. Was fire. It was fire. <laughs> wow, Rav, eh, Rav Any poem, uh,
0: any favorite Christmas memories that you can think of? Just going back to your th- younger days.
2: No, you know, being a uh, you know first generation uh, in this country, you know, my parents really didn't understand it, and um, they got into it. You know, we all got one present each. You know, my parents would, mm-hmm. you know, my sister and I would get my parents, you know, a perfume and a pair of socks, that's and so... uh, you know, and yeah. we would get. And we would get, you know, maybe a remote control car. My sister would get an outfit or something like that. And that 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 meant a lot to us because we we were taking part of a tradition that we really didn't know much about. And um, it's funny now, my kids here, you know, grown up here. That's that's all talking about Santa Claus and all that stuff. So it's it's going to be up to me and the wife to, you know, teach them what it's really about. You know, giving better than receiving, and you know, you know, sure you and I we went to St. Chris, so I got to talk to them about my man Jesus. (laughs) <laughs> and let him know that, you know, that it's his first G-C-J, days G-C-J. and what actually happened yeah so, yeah so you know we 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 going to do some education too yeah and no, i feel you that's good no but, like you, but
0: you guys made it work you guys had your fun you know what i mean it's definitely so I 100% good yeah but i'm sure you always love you guys that, that has love some, that. get some good moments some family time so <laughs> that's definitely good there uh but yeah guys let's get into it um this show we obviously want to talk about the NFL here in a little bit. We're going to start off with the NBA, obviously, as it's Christmas, as we just talked about, you know, the NBA always rules Christmas Day. They have a, a slew of games throughout the day. Um, there's what five games happening on Christmas Day in the NBA. It's a focal point, I think, beginning at like like 12 noon Eastern time. Um, I actually well, I actually did go to a Christmas Day game years back. The Chicago Bulls were in town visiting the Brooklyn Nets. And this is when I was go to, I would go to Brooklyn every year for Christmas with the fans. So I actually got to go, me and my pops actually went to go see those the Bulls. Obviously, because you know everyone That's awesome. was a big Bulls fan. Yeah. Uh so I got to see the, the Bulls in town at, at Brooklyn. So that was that was dope on Christmas Day. kind of hit that It was the early game, it was like 12 noon game. Game, you know and it was still Whew. christmas didn't start till like three four o'clock anyway so it was perfect. right to to perfect game, get right back to the crib got, yeah. to, got to have christmas dinner with everybody so that was dope um yeah. any particular games you're looking forward to the most i mean i was really i'm really i, I, I don't know if i still am i'm excited for the, the lakers mavericks game luka Doncic, lebron james you know the slew of the slew of uh, uh all-stars in that matchup there but i you know anthony davis Again, oh we talked about Anthony Davis so many times, you know. Street Anthony Street Close oh, Davis. I was gonna
1: say, did somebody just say he's a street clothes again? Yeah, oh like yeah. He, 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 <laughs> yeah, he injured his foot again last week.
0: Dude, he's out for like multiple weeks. I'm like, come on, dude. This dude cannot stay on the court. It's 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 amazing. you, I, you know? know
1: oh my god, it's such a crazy he he could she should be the premier guy in the league right now, right? He's supposed to be at mm-hmm. least a little more finesse, uh uh onto Takumbo. And it just is not happening for him i don't, I don't know he, he was having
0: a great year he's averaging like 27 and 12 i believe you know he's having a, a great career he's leading the lakers in both but no lebron's gonna have to step up the lakers had a bad loss the other night um against the that, hornets
1: well that's what happens when he's not playing because he's the engine that makes it go lebron's too old to do it now
0: yeah you know um and I don't think the only one I probably may focus on is that Milwaukee Boston game. That's probably going to be an Eastern Conference Finals matchup right there. Um, Rav, you know, I'll, I'll go to you first. Any particular game or games that you're looking forward to watching on Christmas Day in the NBA?
2: Uh, to be honest, I'm interested in the Grizzlies Warriors game. I know uh, Steph is injured, but I'd like to see uh, John Morant. You know, he is our this generation's uh, Allen Iverson. Yes, and, sir. Uh, mm-hmm. The Bay is very exciting to watch, so I, I'm looking forward to that
0: game. Yeah, I think I, I said that a few like a few months ago. I was like, yeah, though no, Ja is is he, he, He's a more athletic AI. I feel a more athletic AI. Uh, yeah, Oh uh, Bed. Any game or games that you are looking forward to watching? It's it does th- it does think that Steph Curry can't play in this game with, with right. Steph, with Steph for his Ja. That does think so, to mm-hmm. Ravi's point.
1: I mean, hopefully we still have Clay if Clay is. You know, decided he wants to be clay again. Um, <laughs> you know, i I man, the thing for me is that, you know, I don't really see these as being matchups where it's going to be competitive for the most part right like I would say maybe there's a chance the Milwaukee Bucks game could just go back the Bucks Celtic game could go back and back 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 and forth mm-hmm. um but you know I was looking forward to the Memphis Grizzlies game until Steph got hurt um I say the Suns Nuggets game I think that could be a Western Conference final uh preview mm-hmm. um you know sure. I think uh, uh, to give the Joker his flowers is you know he's Plays the game in a way that he could be the next like Tim Duncan, right? Like he could just continually be getting to the Western Conference Finals, and whenever we couldn't think of who won the, the championship, it was probably Luca Doncic and the Denver Nuggets, right? Right. Um, the, he's back to back MVPs for a reason, right? um you know? And so you know, I know Phoenix has a lot to play for. It I'm sure they want to prove that the youth that the talent they have are going to get it done uh, this year. I don't particularly know about that, but not I'd say the Suns Nuggets game for me is at least because because it's going to be the most competitive.
0: Yeah, and Donchick is having a phenomenal – he's averaging almost a triple-double a game with, with 25, 11, and 9. Right. <laughs> you, know, you know, this is coming off him winning two back-to-back MVPs. He could probably win another one if he keeps this up. This is, this is insane. 100%. You know, I, I like the comparison of Tim Duncan, though. I do like that. Yeah. Very much good, open. Oh, um, so let's get into moving to our NFL discussion. Do a little quick 15, well, week 15 recap, even though we know week 16 did begin the other night with the Thursday night game with uh Jacksonville and Europe. We can add that on later, but let's do a quick uh week 15 recap. Um, we had some wild, wild game finishes and games. Let's start off with the first and foremost from the last Saturday the greatest comeback in NFL history the Minnesota Vikings defeating the Indianapolis oh yeah the Indianapolis Colts who had a 33 to nothing lead in this game literally 33 to nothing and they blew this game i this this was just unbelievable i remember i was actually in the casino watching the game and everyone was like oh this game's over this game's over or even a couple guys in the Minnesota would actually come back when it was a down like 16 or 17, nothing. And they're like, eh, yeah, probably. Then we got to 30, we're like, nah, it's over. And they had the Vikings had the greatest comeback in NFL history while leading them to win the NFC North at the same time. Uh Obed, what went wrong for the Colts here? Because this was just embarrassing. I mean, they should be embarrassed, shouldn't they?
1: I mean, you know, you got to think about game flow, right? Like everybody talks to these things in a hindsight, 2020, even though it's like what was happening in that moment, in that moment, you have a full half of the Vikings not scoring. Now, it must have been an amazing uh, locker room speech uh, by Kevin O'Connell, um, where he probably used a lot of colorful language, and they came out and just <laughs> played their game. I think the tale of the first half was that Minnesota was flat. You know, there are a bunch of uh, defensive plays made, not just the scoring ones uh, off the block point, but other ones made through the course of the game to keep the, the Minnesota Vikings uh, offense at bay. And, you know, I didn't want to say that this was Matt Ryan's fault, but you got to be able to score some points, right? Like, I understand why you guys shelved the offense and probably just ran the ball a ton of times uh, through the first two quarters because you're up by so many points, right? Mm-hmm. You're going into the half 33 to nothing but if you can't then come back out and start generating drives any any team would be burning the clock right you're you're not in panic mode until you get to the fourth quarter and it's like well, you can't score one touchdown and put this game away right you know so i i like i can't blame Matt Ryan for 3 quarters of a of a game but the Jeff Saturday like what were you guys doing like you know you got to score a touchdown
0: you can't yeah stay. the thing about it the offense was flat the offense only had one touchdown for the Colts and he put up 36 right. points
1: and so to, yeah he, interception for a touchdown so you got to take the yeah, score yeah. touching off the board because you broke even you know yeah you I mean? he had,
0: he had two defensive touchdowns actually you oh. know yeah that's what I'm saying. They had oh, the blocks on of-
1: hand. oh my god, Justin Blackman. Yeah. Black,
0: yeah. That's what I'm saying. So you only got the end zone once for the, for the, for the Colts offense. You know, I think that's what it is. You're right. You know, Jeff Saturday kind of probably needs to prepare his team a little bit better. I mean, Matt Ryan, now that it's already been announced that Matt Ryan's being benched for Nick Foles this coming week. Yeah. Um, probably for the rest of the season. Um, who knows if Matt Ryan's going to be around, but more so on the Viking side, Rev. um, this is a team, that, you know. Like I said, down thirty-three, nothing. That's great. So that, but you're down to the Indianapolis Colts. Now that they, they've clinched the NFC North, when you you can't. I don't think you can do this type of thing in the playoffs. That's why I'm, I'm wondering if the Vikings can really be trusted in the playoffs because this is not something that is to easily overcome. Because when you get to the playoffs, it's it's a different thing.
1: This has happened before with the was it the Houston Texans led by Deshaun Watson and the Kansas City Chiefs. I think I think you can go ahead and give up a huge lead and still come back. But, but go ahead, speak to it, please.
2: Yeah, go ahead, her. No, you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, that's, it's, that's why it's, you know, everybody's saying they don't, nobody trusts Minnesota. Minnesota's not even favored in almost the majority of their games, which right. is quite odd being at 11-3. and three. Mm-hmm. Um, That's what it is. People just don't feel safe with the Minnesota Vikings, even though, you know, Kirk Cousins is doing his thing. You know, Jefferson is doing his thing. You know, this this offensive line is protecting them, letting them, let these plays even, you know, go go ahead.
1: Right there, 11-3. So, mid- yeah, team. Mid-
2: you know, and they're not playing bad teams either you know your schedule is what your schedule is but you know they're they're doing a great job and they're not getting the love but even deep down in my heart and America's hearts they're not that leading team they're not doing it pronounced they're not putting their stamp on approval on things they're they're kind of just getting by and they're winning you know all these one score games they're just winning they're on the good the better side of it
0: yeah, I mean, it's, it's you mentioned about not even being favored. They weren't even favored in that Lions game. I guess rightfully so. The Lions ended up winning that game. Right. But, you know, I think a lot of it is you mentioned Kirk Cousins. I think people still are iffy on Kirk Cousins himself, even though he's having a solid year. Justin Jefferson is playing lights out. If I'm not mistaken, they both got elected to the Pro Bowl this year. But Kirk Cousins, he's sixth in the league, league in passing yards uh, and tied for fifth in touchdowns. So he's having a, a solid year. Um And obviously that the Vikings are 11 and three. Yeah. I'm just not sure, man. You know, and obed, you mentioned about the, the Texans and the chiefs, the chiefs came back. Yeah. But they had Patrick Mahomes. This is, this is, this is you know, it's a different thing, you know, if you take the
1: names away and look at the numbers for what they've done each year, it's comparable. Like you're saying, he's sixth in the league in that stat. You know, it, it's, <laughs> the guy's making plays. Uh, and I think what it is, is we need to specify who's letting us down and who do we not trust of the Minnesota Vikings. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's and, three parts to a team. Offense, defense, special teams, right. four if you count coaching. So, like, the defense is not doing their job. Offensively, yeah. Kevin O'Connell's system has come in and they're scoring points like you would imagine these were the Rams from last year. Right, yeah. where Kevin O'Connell used to be. So, yeah. hey, uh, the stat from last year I brought up—if they had not allowed a touchdown uh, in the last two minutes of every game, they'd be they were eight and one at the, they would have been eight and one, eight win team. You mm-hmm. know, it, it's 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 again a situation they didn't fix. You brought in an offensive minded coach, maybe some of your defensive players have gotten injured, but you know, I look to them probably trying to capture this window by addressing the defense because it's what keeps keeping them. From doing mm. well like they're giving up you know 36 23 22 26 you know you give up at least three scores a game that's right. terrible right yeah. you have well, and that means they're, you have and to they're
2: winning the, the point differential is only two points in these victories
1: i mean that's great right like imagine if you could just keep a team from scoring one more touchdown
0: yeah no i i get it you're 100 right yeah the defense is definitely an issue for the minnesota vikings for sure something they're gonna have to fix for the long run um let's move it along. Uh, Buffalo one in the snow over the Miami dolphins. I thought this was a decent game, even though dolphins all, I think Tua played fairly well, given the circumstances and the, and the, and the conditions of this game, Ravi. Um, obviously, you know, I was rooting for the Buffalo bills as everyone, knows, of course, Josh Allen had another phenomenal game, 304, four scores through the air. Um, you know, uh, even though I'm a little upset that he still, again, led the team in rushing yards, um, had almost just as many carries as Devin Singletary, but uh, had more yards. You know, I'm just afraid they're going to continuously run this guy into the ground and, you know, and he's going to take too much punishment. Um, But what's your take uh, on the Buffalo Bills, Ravi? I mean, are they a lock for the number one seed? They have it right now because they have the same record as the Kansas City Chiefs. Obviously, they have the tiebreaker because they beat Casey earlier in the year can the bills lock in the net, that number one seed do you think
2: they can uh the AFC is definitely you know it's theirs uh, for to lose they they have it now and i think they can and they're that's what they're built to do for these past couple of years especially this year uh it just sucks that von miller is out but um you know that's what they're built for and it's funny you mentioned josh allen with their running game um i completely forgot uh, this guy's name the the running back they picked up um but that's what they they know that they need a running
1: Nate game Hines.
2: I, uh, yeah. From the the Colts, they signed him. Yeah, they got that that trade.
1: James Cook, James Cook. James uh, Cook's a rookie, yeah. Rookie.
2: But it's almost like they're not doing anything. I don't know why they're not utilizing more of a running game. Maybe they're saving it for the playoffs, and it'll, like, you know, it'll fool everybody. But if they can get somewhat of a running game and not run Josh Allen into the ground, because playoff football is just different, and he's going to get himself in trouble.
0: Mm, So
2: it's definitely the AFC's, it's theirs – it's theirs if they want it. It's th- if they want to lose it. It's there. They could do that too. Um, <laughs> but they just got to watch out for KC. They're uh, coming along, and mm-hmm. uh, Cincinnati. Cincinnati's That's, playing very well, also, and,
0: and they play Cincinnati in two weeks. That game is Bingo. going. To, I think. I think it's that could be at, a. It's a Monday night at Cincinnati game. Right. Right. That I think is going to be the difference right there. Rev, uh, I'm glad you. I'm glad you said Cincinnati. Yeah, right. I think that is going to be the difference there. I mean, they've got three games left today. You know, they got the Bears today, which they should win. They got KC, and at the end with you know, your New England Patriots, Obed. Yeah. So my my really, my biggest concern is really that Cincinnati game because because Kansas City could probably win out. They've got Seattle, 100%. Denver, got an and, and Las Vegas. Right, They're they to win out. Right, so KC yeah. could win out. So the Bills dropped that one game to, to Cincinnati. That's it. It's over.
1: Uh, So I'm glad that we got to this point because I wanted to like switch the the conversation to talk to you as a fan Sherman. because, you know, as much as we're like, Oh, well, can the bills, are the bills in control? The bills are in control of their own destiny, but we can't watch other people's schedule. I'm learning this in fantasy football right now. I can't worry about what's happening in the other bracket. What do my games look like? True. This road is hard. This is now the bears game is an easy game, but If you think you're going to get ready for the playoffs with a healthy Josh Allen, he's probably not playing hero ball uh, in Cincinnati in the cold or in New England in the cold, Mm -hmm. right? Both of those teams, they're going to, they could win both those games. They could lose Cincinnati and then this entire story is over. Uh, All right. Uh, but you know they could win those two games and or win these three games but still take a huge amount of beating if they don't utilize the run game you're you're trading for running backs you're drafting running backs you need to use the running backs okay like your quarterback <laughs> is the only is a half a billion dollar asset right here that you're letting run around and take all this punishment when you have bigger aspirations down the line so you know
0: no, I, I 100% agree, especially as as a fan, you know, yeah. why ruin your franchise QB that you think you can win a Super Bowl, even possibly multiple Super Bowls with, you know, down right. the line, you know, you, it's like, it's almost like they're a glutton for punishment here, you know, yeah. it, it's like, they, they know what they need to do, but they're still trying to do it, but yet they're like going back to the, you know, going back to the well, it's like, yeah, but this is, I mean, I'm not sold on Devin Singletary yeah, as of yet. You know, he hasn't really, he's shown me spurts, but not, right. he has not shown that he is that dude. He can be that, uh, that, that Dalvin Cook, that right. kind of Christian McCaffrey type of, you know, you know, mixture of, you know.
1: That's who I was thinking of, but I didn't even want to put that on him to force him to have to be that guy. I was like, you know, if he could just come out here and be, I don't know, Kevin Falk from the Patriots right like catches mm-hmm. a bunch of balls knows how to run between the tackles right just yeah, serviceable give if me... he could be samajay p ryan you guys would be fine right now
0: give me 15 carries for 82 yards give me four catches for another 35 yards and right. maybe and be one score i'm right. good with okay You're chain moving. that's fine he's chain moving exactly move right. the ball downfield you know what i mean that's yeah. really what it is you know because they're actually calling design qb runs for josh allen the buffalo Bills yeah. are yeah. and that's what scares me it's one thing to scramble out of the pocket when no one's open but you're right. actually calling Kazan QB right when I get it he's an, he's athletic he could do that similar to Lamar Jackson in Baltimore I, un- right. I understand the concept of it right but it needs to come down a little bit because you Over, cannot overall, have him banged up yeah.
1: overall yeah. it doesn't work long term and and really like you know he runs with such reckless abandonment my man contact or go out of bounds so, dog points the football
0: out and go out of bounds. Why so, are you so, taking contact? or or slide? You know whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Why are
1: you taking contact? You That's don't what need I'm saying. To take contact. This isn't yeah. hockey,
0: dog. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um. Last thought. Any um. Any thoughts on the Miami Dolphins, Ravi? I mean, like I said, Tua didn't do that he didn't play that bad at all. I don't think he played bad at all, but he most had a heck of a game going for 17 carries, 136 yards. Um, any thought on the Miami Dolphins? Cause we were, everyone was high on the Dolphins. Now they're kind of coming back down, you know, uh, they're eight and six now. I still think they can get in the playoffs. So.
2: Yeah. The Dolphins are actually playing great. A lot of people uh, didn't trust, you know, Tua the same way they didn't trust hurts. And um,
0: mm-hmm. I think,
2: I think they're doing very well. They're they're coached. Well, I didn't think uh, that coach coming from San Francisco, um, uh, was going to do well but like he is playing yeah mcdaniel saying thank you so he is he's playing to his teams and his players strengths which is what a coach is supposed to do mm-hmm. he knows what two is capable of he he knows what tyree keel can do he knows what waddle can do mm-hmm. and that offense is stacked so miami the sky's the limit for them too maybe not this year as a super bowl contender but right. i see them going into the playoffs let's see how the uh, end of the season uh, shakes out i know the mm-hmm. jets ain't going nowhere <laughs> so, Ravi, my, Ravi,
1: do you pay do you pay my? uh do you pay to it do you sign Tua? to a
2: no. long-term deal um to a long-term deal yeah I think you have to I mean at this point you kind of don't have an option now I don't know if he's going to be getting um you know the kind of money Watson got and completely guaranteed and things like that I don't think he's yeah. played to that level just yet but I think mm-hmm. you have to there's Makes they're sense. they're playing too well to get a low-level draft pick to get one of these new guys coming out Right. um I think that's the best option for them and it's working it's finally working
0: sure sure okay we'll see how it goes there um you mentioned the your your New York Jets Ravi um like I said we won't talk about week 16 just yet we'll talk about week 15 that game against the Detroit Lions should teams well before I'll, I'll let Obed talk about the Lions so let me I want to talk to you as a New York Jets fan Ravi that's why I really wanted to bring you on here um to me this was a a little bit of poor QB play, but more importantly, terrible clock management towards the end of the game. This is a, a New York Jets team who gave up a touchdown, I think, about a minute and 40 left to the, to the Detroit Lions. So the Detroit Lions went ahead. And, and with three timeouts, you know, you're, you're down by three. You've got three timeouts with a minute and 40 left. And you actually end the game on a missed field goal, albeit okay, fine, but you have a timeout in your pocket. Terrible, terrible clock management. anyone who watched this game, I believe it was second and ten and they can converted with 49 seconds with when they have three still and three timeouts. And you end the game with a timeout in your pocket. Why did they not call a timeout to converting to that one first along first down? I mean, it, it's what happened here for the Jets, Ravi.
2: So the explanation that Sala gave was that uh completion on that drive, uh, it was it could have been reviewed. So he didn't call the timeout. He went. He ran right back to the line of scrimmage to run another play, and that's where that time got wasted. So he didn't want that uh, that completion to get reviewed, rather from above or the lines. I believe it was less than two minutes, so from the from New York. Mm-hmm. So he didn't want that play to get reviewed. So that's why he ran it very fast. That was his explanation. I don't know how true that was. Uh, he recognized and he admitted that it was very poor clock management on his side. Uh, Wilson in that game did not play terrible. Um, I was even mad that the defense let that touchdown (laughs) happen because they are a top five defense. But yes, absolutely. This wasn't Wilson. The Detroit game was not Wilson. Um, He managed the game fine. Mm -hmm. Um, But that was very bad clock management. uh, Sal admitted that. And that was his explanation was he didn't want that completion to get reviewed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I was, I was going to mention that the Detroit Lions touchdown, like when I told me, we would bring it over to Obed, but yeah, I mean, Wilson didn't do terribly. He made some decently good plays, especially that fourth down that completion. He had to air Wilson on that fourth down. That was a great throw.
2: Wilson, That's- you know, I have to, I don't know if you guys listen to Rex Ryan at all, um, but Rex Ryan said, you know, Wilson has a great ceiling and he can be that quarterback. Um, the, the problem is now is I don't know if the jets are managing him correctly um, the way they want him to play. And it, I don't know, it might be messing him up. So in, in my opinion, you know, he always wants to play that hero ball. He wants to be that Josh Allen. He wants to be Aaron Rogers. Um, you know, we, I can go off on a tangent for hours on this, but I, I don't know. Maybe the jets isn't the right fit for him. The way Salah wants this team and Lafleur wants his team to be ran.
0: Right. Right. Understood. Um, Obed, on the Detroit side. I mean, should, this is a team who I believe started out, what, one and six or one and seven, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, so no, that, they
1: started out, uh, uh, no, no, they were like four and two, five and two. No, no, like that. no. The Detroit Lions? No. They, oh, they, so the Lions. I thought you said the Jets. Oh, the Jets. Oh, no, I'm, teams I'm sorry.
0: Yeah. Uh, the Detroit, yeah, Detroit. This is a Detroit team. Yeah, who literally started out like one and six. And now they're seven and seven um, looking at a possible playoff uh, spot. Right. Should, team, should teams be scared of the, well, the Lions, Obed? Um, you know, people
1: should be afraid of the Lions offense. They're doing some really nice things, uh, uh, st- uh strategically to get guys open. They have a lot of fast receivers. Jamis Williams just came back, uh, who a rookie first round rookie that they drafted from Alabama. Mm. Uh, they've got, Amon on Brown out there, just literally being, uh, taking the next step to being an upper echelon receiver, uh, you know um dj chark as well a guy we haven't seen much of because he was injured but came back for them made a few plays when they were playing against um minnesota um and you know they're on a three-game win streak right now right they're not playing terribly defensively but uh you know giving up some points here and there or you, can't, you can't be mad about giving up 23
0: to yeah. the vikings um they've won six out of the last seven games you know so they the last seven games know, mean, they start, started in one and in six then they went then they six and one Now,
1: arguably, their their season has gotten a lot easier if you look at their matchups. But again, we have to give them credit for beating the Vikings, winning against the Jets, who have a fantastic defense, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and almost beating
0: Buffalo on Thanksgiving Day
1: almost being Buffalo on Thanksgiving day in control of the game of Thanksgiving day. Uh, you know, they're great on that fast track at home. Uh, you know, this is, this is a huge turnaround for them, but it does signal a change in there. We talked about this early in the year when we looked at the schedules uh, you know, I can understand starting one and seven when you've got to play the Eagles high flying Vikings, you know, you go to the Pats and you get a donut, right. Um, the dolphins, mm-hmm. but if you look at where they came from, they really like, pss, after the, the Patriots game, something happened, something changed. Right they get six the next week 27 and then they start winning games right Mm -hmm. against the you you beat the packers a team that you have been owned in so many amazing ways by aaron Rodgers, right yeah i don't know if teams should be afraid of them um they have a chance to win their next three games because i don't know what the packers are going to look like at the end of the season um but you know this these guys could be flirting with going to the playoffs this year
0: yeah i think they can i think you know it's definitely a possibility for them to to get in as as a wild card. Um, if it, like they said, if they went out, they're ten and seven. I think they can get in. It's it's kind of amazing how then uh, this new head coach really kind of brought that. And everyone has talked about it with with the lines Dan, and Dan Campbell. How he's brought that energy. He's brought that cohesion. And they really they're they're fully they're buying in. And I've said this a number of times. The Detroit lines. Their biggest thing for them is especially is the defense, you know, they haven't had a top 10 defense in the one, or they have, they've only had a one top 10 defense in the last 30 years. Okay. You know, uh, but Jared Goff is, is having a solid, solid season right? Sure. He had yeah.
1: solid seasons when he was playing with uh, McVeigh. just, you know, sometimes couldn't pull it all together, but he's doing very well
0: this year. Yeah, for sure. So I think the Detroit team, I guess that even if they do make the playoffs, I don't think they'll really do do anything this year. This is a team that's up and coming, but again, they need to fix the defense, but it's hard to bring also bring in free agents to Detroit because a lot of times like Detroit's not a big market city, you know, no, as far as for no, especially no. football, you know, it's, yeah, you know, if you've ever
1: been to Detroit, you know, what we're talking about,
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, so but yeah, but who knows With, the, with, the, with some uh, so we add a couple other players that Detroit can be a pretty decent team I um, wanted to wanted to transition over to your squad, Obed, your New England Patriots. Probably losing in one of the most dramatic finishes we've seen in a long, long time. The NFL. Um, they lost to the Las Vegas Raiders 30 to 24 on a last second fumble recovery on basically they were trying to the Patriots would look like they're trying to run the annexation of Puerto Rico. Interception
2: was the word. I think it was an interception. <laughs>
0: Was it an interception? Because it was a lateral backwards from Jacob from uh, Jacoby Myers, you know. I don't He's think it's yeah, it so a forward it was a, pass. It wasn't a forward pass. Yeah. Oh, so okay. Okay.
1: he just threw a live ball into the air.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, so it I mean, I, I don't even know what to ask you about <laughs> to be honest with you. This was just so crazy to me. What what the hell happened here?
1: So we always have, we always have games like these every now and again, people just don't talk about it. You know, the Miami miracle game, you know, uh, the Patriots getting blown out by the Kansas city chiefs and them asking if Tom Brady was done and Belichick was like, we're on to Cincinnati. Come on. This, these things happen all the time, it, but people are always so shocked to see it because you don't, because it's an outlier, you know, you don't usually think of the Patriots this way. This is, mm-hmm. this is buffoon ball. You know what <laughs> I mean? This is your tide. Like, I can understand. Uh, yeah, why didn't they just play for more time? Well, that was the plan. And this is why, for one of the first times in the history of the media interacting with the team after the game, Belichick did not come out first. He usually comes out first, gives his arguments, his, his comments, you know, sets the stage to defuse them before they talk to the players. And this time he was like, you you guys, you can go out there and you guys can speak to this. Because I said, no, this is not what I told you to do. You guys want to take matters in your own hands? Then you go clean this up out in the media so you mm-hmm. see uh mac uh jones come out there and talk you see uh, uh jacoby myers credit to him even having the conversation uh taking a lot of the blame for that because he said you know this was on me i was trying to make a play uh i don't know how you miss it just was hilarious to me that the guy who scored the game when he touched out was chandler jones you know like what a gimme i hope i hope Bills on the phone <laughs> to get him to come back when he's done with his deal in uh in las vegas because he's like hey man i gave you one doesn't it feel good to score touchdowns for the Patriots? Like, why, why? Let's do it again. Um, yeah, no, I mean, it was just, it was just dumb play, you know, um, and really for me it comes down to coaching, you know, you, you.
0: So, so I, I, do you think there should be some coaching changes at the end of the season for the Patriots? A
1: hundred percent. There's no offensive mindset coming from the likes of uh, Matt Patricia. He's a bum. Okay. <laughs> um, I think we need some strong coaches that know what they're talking about who can wrangle the kid because Mac Jones is doing too, way too much barking at other people when you don't have any W's on your record my guy. Tom Brady wasn't barking at dudes until like year until the second year uh, and he won a Super Bowl. So like my guy, you you got to <laughs> You know, he's got two Super Bowls in the back pocket. I expect to see Tom Brady uh, arguing with his team saying, hey, let's get on the same page and and modishing them to to move forward. That's not his role. He might need to take a step back on that one. Um, I'm not saying he's not a franchise quarterback, but I think there's a question of structure around what's going on in New England right now, because Matt Patricia is not the guy. Uh, uh, What's the other Joe Judge? Joe Judge is not the guy, you know, Um, and the last thing you want to do is lose. The conviction of your players. You got guys like Matt I mean, Judon playing well. You know.
0: I think it says it right there that the fact that Bill Belichick has 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 not officially named an offensive coordinator. The pages don't officially have one, so they're they're kind right. of just Patricia and judges just kind of sharing responsibility of his calling plays. I think that says it right there. I mean, how many teams just don't have a, a guy labeled as an offensive coordinator because they don't? Because Belichick doesn't trust them to run the offense properly. I like, think that's what it is, Ravi. You know what I mean, right? Who can I, mean,
1: hey, Ravi? Who's the Patriots defensive coordinator?
2: Isn't that uh, Joe Judge?
1: No, that was he's the offensive line coach.
2: <laughs> I, I have no idea. That, right. So that was the question I was going to ask. You know, you since you follow the Patriots more than I do is mm. if if Belichick is the mastermind, the GM, he's the head coach. Who who is he going to get as part of his supporting cast? You know, he doesn't. It's been well noted that his disciples don't do well on their own. No, very few. So so who who. Who knows? You know the, and they all and they all end up well, it, coming back home, but this time it's not working. Well, the yeah.
0: answer to answer a best question: There is no defensive coordinator. He hasn't named an offense coordinator or a defensive coordinator this yeah. year, right? If I'm not mistaken. So, so who no, would he? Right. So, I guess yeah. my
2: question is: Is that who would he get? That's not part of his tree. I mean, his son. His son is on the staff. Is can his, he be elevated?
1: So his son was co, defensive coordinator with, uh. Uh, oh, the gentleman who went down to Brian Flores, but Brian Flores mm-hmm. uh, before Brian Flores left to go to Miami to be the head coach there. And, you know, it was interesting to me to see him kind of do this. Okay. My son's calling plays. I don't think your son's calling any plays. I think you're calling all the plays, you know, I think, I think BD calling all the plays and his son is riding his coattails. Uh, and then on the offensive side, it was McDaniels and Brady it was bill o'brien and brady it was charlie weiss and brady you know what i mean it was dante Scarnecchia, the offensive line coach for 20 years more you know however long he worked with velichek he's running out of coordinators he's running out of talent that can step in and prove they know the job so like credit to him he's managing the hell out of that team um, he's made some okay decisions as far as the draft. At least he got his Billy's happy, right? Billy's happy. Um, but you know, I don't think there's a fallback, Robbie. I think to answer your question. I don't think there's it, it, Belichick coaching tree goes very far. Nick Saban probably has some guys that he might think are ready to go to the pros that he could send on to Bill, right? Um, uh, they, he's got connections at Georgia. He's got, uh, guys at Georgia tech. Um, I don't know uh what the academies look like but he always likes to get a guy from uh from one of the academies so you know he's in his 70s right now he said he doesn't want to be uh like a marv albert roaming the sidelines in buffalo at 72 and he's oh, let me get uh i don't need to see how old the Belichick is but he's teetering on that end and yeah when when McDaniel's is there i saw that there was a uh uh succession right there's a successor there is no successor now and i worry about what this team's going to look like when they don't have adequate coaching
0: i think i'll bet you're 100 correct there um i mean Rabbi I'm, ex- I'm
2: excited to see what it
0: is
1: because <laughs> <laughs> when you guys you look know. like the you want to you, you, wanna,
0: you, you basically you want to build it to get out of there Ravi, right as, as a jets fan i'm assuming right the jets, the I, jets, I, jets I still read the, the story
2: of how he denied the head coaching position for the jets and what uh you know, the AFC could have looked like what the NFL could have looked like had he stayed right. in right New
1: Jersey. write my, uh, my uh, resignation on a napkin at the press yeah. conference,
2: <laughs> yeah. So that was uh, you know, I still uh, I still read that. So I'm curious to know what the, the future looks like, and hopefully, my kids don't have to go through what I went through.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice, I want that for the next generation, <laughs> yeah. Um, the last game I wanted to quickly touch on before we get into we move along, it was the uh, Cowboys and Jaguars game uh Cowboys losing this in sort of also dramatic fashion Dak Prescott throwing a pick six in overtime and the Jaguars winning that game 40 to 34 uh Ravi I I feel like the the Jags have kind of shown us some shown us some a little positivity here I mean Jeff Trevor Lawrence is looking like yeah he was the number one pick for a reason right I mean the Jaguars are looking pretty decent if I'm not right do you do you agree
2: I completely agree. Doug Peterson has taken that team uh, to new heights. He has coached up that team, has a great staff behind them, and they're looking like a football team again. Um, <laughs> it, it's, it's going very well for them. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is, is going, doing very well, and that defense, I mean, that's how they won that game against Dallas. Um, yeah. It also shows me that Dallas is, is human. I mean, they can they, – I don't think they should have lost that game. I don't think it should have even went to overtime, but that just shows you how well Jacksonville is doing. And that team, all around defense, offense, is doing very well, mm-hmm. and they're going to make some, they're going to make some moves uh, in the coming years, if not even this year.
0: Oh, bed. What does this game show you about the Dallas Cowboys? Because this is a team you know who was heavily favored, you know, to even not just go to the playoffs, but possibly win a Super Bowl. This is a team now who lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars last week, almost lost to the Houston Texans the week prior as well, too. Um, the fact that. The defense gave up. I'll, I'll say not, not, I wouldn't say four, I'll say 30, I'll say 34 points because, you know, the, that last touchdown by the Jacksonville Jack was by the Jaguars defense, not the offense. So this is a Cowboys defense who's who's ranked tops in the league, you know, with Micah Parsons, uh, with Trayvon Diggs and, and them boys. And he gave up 34 points to uh, Jacksonville.
1: You know, I, I, I always think about anchoring and when we open up these segments, because I'm not a Cowboys fan, but I, We'll say that Dak Prescott is not the reason that they lost. Uh, I don't believe Dak Prescott threw a pick six at the end of the game. I believe Dak Prescott threw a pass that hit the player he was passing to in the chest plate. The player should have caught it. It was the only only person who could have caught that ball was Noah Brown, and he didn't catch it. It Mm. popped off of him and then into somebody else's hands. Any other quarterback, we give them the respect that clearly that's not his fault right you put the ball on the guy and the guy it up it's part part of my french so like you know i'm i again because i've always talked about dak prescott trying to fight for his money i am the least slanderous person for dak prescott because i see what continues to happen in the media when people talk about him wasn't his fault played a great game only missed seven passes first interception was his fault because he couldn't get the ball over the linebacker down to dalton schultz and it was a bad pass Mm -hmm. fine Outside of that, he had an over 100 uh, rep passer rating, you know, three touchdowns, right? Eight and a half average on a pass. Mm -hmm. This is a good Jacksonville team that we agreed is a good Jacksonville team because we just talked about them and Trevor Lawrence being what we thought he was going to be when drafted first overall, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. And he's finally got the coaching that he needs to look good because we know the dog show that Urban Meyer was playing out there was just ruining most of football for these guys. Um, Now, fast forward Dak, this was not a bad game by him, but it didn't work out in their favor because Jacksonville made plays. Houston going for, you know, almost losing to Houston probably isn't so suspect when you figure that the team we claim is the number one in the league and in, in the Eagles was tied 14 14 at halftime with this team. Mm-hmm. So I can't, in one vein, say the team that is about to go play the Eagles and we think has a chance to beat them performs the same way they did for a part of the game you know, like it's kind of apples to oranges with some of these NFC East teams because they all could be really good. You know, they all play very good. They have some great offensive pieces. Some have full entire offensive compliments. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's, it's hard for me to point at one and be like, oh, these guys suck. Well, they kind of have the same issues that you guys have. They just cover it up better. They both have great defense, but uh, excuse me, tackle Carlson, um, Micah Parsons, uh, captain conservative over here. um, I, I think, is going to have to play a little higher with uh, I believe their linebackers out for the year. Uh uh Laden I believe he's out for mm. the season. Um, so you know, they're gonna have a hole there in the middle. Uh and I I again great defense. Offense can get it done. Kellen Moore runs a very good, successful offense. Okay. Um, but I don't, I don't know. It's a rocky road for them to get through the rest of the season. Do they beat the Eagles with Minshew at the helm?
0: That's what I was going to ask you next. Mm-hmm. Now that we know that Jalen Hurts is not going to be playing this this uh, this in this matchup with the NFC East leaders with Dallas and Philadelphia, Gardner Minshew is starting for the Eagles. Um, can can the Eagles win without Jalen Hurts, Ravi? Because obviously Jalen is an MVP candidate this year. We all know that he's having a phenomenal year. The Eagles, you know, they have the best record in the league uh, at twelve at thirteen and one. Excuse me. Can they can they win with Gardner Minshew going up against this Dallas Cowboy team?
2: I think they can. I think Gardner plays a similar game to what Jalen Hurts plays currently. Uh, he can scramble out of the pocket. Uh, he can complete these same passes. He has the same wide receivers. So with everything the same, I think Gardner can pull this game out in Dallas. Mm. It just depends if Dallas's defense uh, will allow him to.
0: Right. And that, yeah, I, I definitely think that, yeah. If they get after him often and early, that's going to set the tone for, for their, for that team too. It's going to allow the, it's going to allow the Cowboys to keep the Philadelphia Eagles offense off of the field and let them do their thing. And hopefully Ceedee lamb can have a type of game for the Cowboys that he had last week uh, against, against Jacksonville, you know? Um, so I think it's, it's going to be, like I said, I think it's going to, the game's going to be decided by the third quarter, because if that Cowboys defense is going, getting after Gardner and shoe and them dudes, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a rough outing for the Eagles to say the least. Um, one a couple of things wanted to mention before we get into our you right you mad segment, Obed. Um, one thing was uh, Hall of Fame running back Steeler and Steeler's great and even Penn State legend Franco Harris passed away the other day. Um, it was just days before the 50th anniversary, if I'm not mistaken, of the immaculate reception, as we all know, uh, Franco Harris died at the age of 72 quickly, just your take on, you know, maybe on Franco Harris, his legacy, he leaves behind and what kind of player he was.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, first off hats off to Franco Harris, uh, on an amazing life, you know, uh, again, we talked so much about Penn state being unable to get talent, uh, and you got one of the best players in the NFL, uh, in the history of it, you know, mm-hmm. so it's something to be said about what they're cooking in Happy Valley. Um, you know, uh, gosh, it's hard for me to throw flowers on Patriots players as a, as to me, on a Steelers players as a Patriots fan. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, I mean, Harris was kind of the do it all guy for them, right? Like, uh, won the rookie of the year award, you know, uh, for a thousand after rushing for a thousand yards, you know, the Immaculate Conception. Reception, uh, to the immaculate re- reception. reception. <laughs> too, too much Christmas going on right now. <laughs> right, right, I was reception. gonna say, we talked about Christmas, Merry to Christmas, Christmas to you yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Uh, the Immaculate Reception, Well, some will say hit the ground, but you know, a, probably a great heads up play, uh, by an individual. Um, and just the, the what he meant to the sport as a face for them, uh, just being a very unselfish individual. Um, I, you know, people don't talk a lot about how these Steelers stayed around the organization and continued to further uh you know it in not as just the community because they mean so much to Pittsburgh as a city but the entire state of uh, uh Pennsylvania um and you know you'd be i I would be remiss To think of him as just a football player and more of so forth, like an icon for that team, right? You cannot separate Franco Harris from what is the mystery and the amazingness of the Steelers uh, whenever you speak about them. And I think that's how people remember him.
0: For sure. I mean, this is a guy who ran for over 12,000 yards in his career, four Super Bowl rings, a Super Bowl MVP award. I mean, the list goes on, you know, yeah. uh, legendary player, a legendary man. So, uh, Franco Harris, may he rest in peace. Um, the other note, uh, Ravi, I know we were talking about this off air before, um, it was announced that the, uh, NFL ticket, which is NFL Sunday ticket, excuse me, which is primarily on, on direct TV, which allowed every fans to see all of out of market games throughout, throughout the league. It's going to be leaving Direct TV, moving over to YouTube, YouTube TV and their channels, um in, in the next couple of years what is your take on that because that's a, a big thing you know as far as revenue of course <laughs> for one to say the least um I think it's gonna be starting next year if I'm not mistaken, the 2023 season I believe it is gonna be starting then um yep. but yeah but it's I, it's funny as we were talking about this offline I was like how many people really still have satellite tv <laughs> you know what I mean so it's like I feel like they were just losing money anyway so it's almost like this is a no-brainer for the NFL and for YouTube right
2: yeah, absolutely. I mean, streaming is the way to go now, um, and you know a lot of people. I know, I know bars and restaurants. They had a, a Sunday ticket to mm-hmm. get patrons to come in to eat and drink at their restaurants and watch these out of town games.
0: Right, and right.
2: it's fun that you can watch, you know, five six games at the same time. So that was the attraction there of having a satellite dish. But now that everything is moving to streaming, and everything is, I mean, Sherman. Keep me, honestly. I don't think you have cable anymore.
0: No, no, I don't. It's streaming,
2: yeah. Everything is online. And this is a a big deal because that is just the way of the future now. And that's how everything is going, where you don't need physical equipment anymore to watch live television, live sporting events. And it's a great money deal for the NFL. Um, Just some stats here. YouTube pays $2 million. I'm sorry, $2 billion. The current deal right now that's going on is $1.5 billion uh, with DirecTV. So that's a half a billion dollar increase. And DirecTV has had this hold on the NFL Sunday ticket since 1994. Mm-hmm. So, it's, so it's time for the, this change to happen. And mm-hmm. this is the wave of the future. And it's going to get more. Um, it's going to be you know, more viewership now that it is online and people are able to stream it.
0: Mm-hmm. And they don't
2: have to go to their you know local bar or pub and, or restaurant to right. actually watch these out-of-town games. Right. That may hurt your local patron but I think they're moving on with the future too. and
0: Right. Uh, they'll adapt. Right. You're right. A Cincinnati Bengals fan who lives in Los Angeles now can stay home and stream and watch his Bengals game every, every week. You know, uh, you know, it, it's you know, a, a Cowboys fan, you know, uh, living, living in let's say Florida or something like that can, you know, can stay home and watch and stream their game. So I think it's a big thing. You know, like I said, I'm a big streaming person, you know, um, like I said, I've never had, I've never, to be honest, I've never had a satellite, I never had satellite TV at any point in time in my life. i been i've i've seen it of course you know firsthand with other other folks homes but uh yeah i mean this is a big deal for the nfl obviously it brings in more revenue that you mentioned goes from 1.5 to 2 to 2 billion right there alone is a big thing is a big revenue increase for them but i mean this is kind of the wave of the future right because everything is streaming now you know it's almost like almost like a new brainer ravi right
2: (laughs) yeah absolutely i mean it's a big deal and um it's it's going to be great for the viewership and that's what we want right we want more People watching these games from out of town. Mm-hmm. We want more commercial revenue, and that's just going to help the game, help the league, all in all.
0: Right, right, hundred uh, percent. Let's get to our next segment, guys. You write, you mad. Before we make our week sixteen picks, uh, Obed, I believe you are up first with your rate. Right. You write, you mad.
1: All right, gentlemen. Now, with the way that the weather has gone of late, wanted to ask you. Write, you mad. Weather is a part of football. Every team in a dome is a bad thing.
0: Um, I'll start off with this. I'll say you, mad? Okay. I would, would 100% be on board with every team getting a dome because somebody like me who is a Buffalo Bills fan, as a matter of fact, Ravi, you him himself, asked, texted me about maybe a couple of months back said, yo, next year, Jets, Bills. My response was, not if it's in December, because we ain't going to Buffalo in, in December and sitting on two feet of snow. OK, sure. did you sure. not see that game against Miami? Yeah, they clear out the field very well. Every <laughs> single person in that stadium was sitting on a pile of, on a pile of snow. OK, they were building yeah. snowmen in the sand. I don't want no parts it. I already told you all before. I am not built for it tough anymore. OK, <laughs> I'm living this floor, sunshine, Florida life, bro. Sunshine. I not, you know what I'm saying? I am not trying to be out in a stadium and sitting in snow, freezing my tail off, trying to watch a football game. I will sit in the comfortability of my own home. With my 85 inch screen TV, Ooh, be able to pause long. the game whenever I need to, to go use the restroom and go get somebody and come back and enjoy it in the warmth and comfort of my own home. I have, I enjoy going to football games and sporting events. I have no problem when it's warm outside. They, if they want to, hey, Brad, if the Jets play in the, the Bills in Buffalo into September, you can count me in. If it's in December, you can kick rocks. That's all I'm going to say about that. So feel free to jump in. <laughs> yeah,
2: you know, Obed, I think you're right. I, oh, think, uh, come on, I, I think you're right. Even how many games have we seen, you know, missed field goals because it's windy, right? That's part of it. That, that right. becomes part of the legacy. It's, it's almost right. like you need the weather, you know, and you know, Sherman, your argument goes the other way too. I hear what you're saying, but on a, you know, you think I want to go to Yankee stadium in a hundred degree heat and sit in the Bronx on, on the four train. No, son, baseball, baseball team should
0: have domes too. Dude. They call off a baseball game when it starts raining come on you go try home. to play two
1: games in one day
0: just right you, go, you travel from your crib in long island you hop on the you hop on the long island railroad then you hop on a subway go all the way to the bronx to for, to see a yankee game you get there you, you get there you pay for your tickets you bought you bought food for the for you for, the, for your boys your kids whatever it is you're sitting there for an hour sudden, hey you guys it started raining you got to go home game's off is that fair too yeah that no is, no you're no. right
2: that is annoying
0: so exactly my point
1: every so what about the states where it's beautiful outside at all times of the day right like and so i mean a dome in san diego but a a a dome dome in san diego
0: but a a retractable dome you can open it up though so you just want everybody to
1: have arizona's stadium yeah keep the grass outside (laughs) bring it in when we need to play and have a dome
0: (laughs) i'm not mad at that they (laughs) play there all the time for that exactly my point any venue any event can happen there at any point in time you know what I mean? No matter the weather, because it's indoors in a closed environment, you can open it up. You want to air it out, have a nice sunshine day. I right, cool. No
2: doubt. I mean, Hey, the, the new stadium uh, in Atlanta, Mercedes Benz, their retractable roof looks like a flower. So I think that looks awesome too. Why not? Why not? <laughs> you Listen,
1: know? I mean, I, I only ask because I find dome teams to be very soft we all benefit from having teams that play outside. We've all had teams that usually whoop up on dome teams because dome teams are soft and fast because they play on a soft track, a soft, fast surface, mm-hmm. Um, you know.
2: In air I'm, conditioning. In air conditioning, <laughs> right? Like when
1: when you tell me that the Patriots are playing the Atlanta Falcons in the Super Bowl, I'm like, we're going to win. Those guys play in air conditioning. We are hardened by the cold. We, we can go. Yeah, but a Super Bowl is always going
0: to
2: be indoors though. You know
0: I mean? Yeah,
1: but we we are we are nature teach, uh, we are excuse me beings not, of a, habit, not all the right? time. I mean, we're, hey, we're, they had that
2: Super Bowl in MetLife.
1: Yeah, but the weather was, that was, was beautiful the, that
2: day. And that, yeah, that was yeah. a random dude. Come on, no, we, we control we control the, we
1: the weather. We control the weather because the same thing happened when uh, uh, Peyton Manning was playing in Colorado. It was supposed to be a terrible day, and all of a sudden, you they start the broadcast and the sun is out. Hey, then <laughs> man was gonna control the weather. Uh,
2: and wait, were well, you remember that Super Bowl that uh, Peyton Manning actually won in Miami? It was raining the whole game. But you can't oh, yeah. postpone the Super Bowl,
0: right? And
1: it was Florida. We we're like,
0: oh, it'll probably
2: just but, end. But, it but, was if it was the, but
1: if it was the
0: World Series, they'd postpone that, wouldn't they? Absolutely. That just know. shows you that the NFL, yeah, yeah, they water. they postponed the World Series game just this year. Oh, really? With the Astros yeah. and Phillies because it was raining. They postponed the World and that Series. That just shows
2: game. you the power the that's, NFL has.
0: That's my point right there. You have a they World, can control World the Series weather. game, hundred percent, and you postpone it. That's why it should be indoors. But I digress. Well, let's move yeah. on. Uh, yeah. Ravi, I believe you had a you right, you for us.
2: Yes, I do, Sherman. Obed, you right? You mad? The Jacksonville Jaguars will win the AFC South. Uh, I'll bet
0: You can take this one first.
1: Oh, yeah. Excuse me. Sorry. Yes, thank you, Robbie. You right? Um, I think the Jags could win the NFC, the AFC South because uh, I think they've got the best quarterback playing the best football right now. They have a schedule that is winnable. Um, they seem to be able to play with anybody you know, and are not backing down from the challenge. Uh, And sometimes that's, that's all you need to start, you know, getting the team to believe around you that you can do amazing things. Now that doesn't mean they're going to win a Super Bowl, but you know, with Ryan Tannehill being out, ankle injury, Malik Willis Mm -hmm. being a rookie, I don't know what he's going to be able to do. We already know you're going to run Derek Henry, uh, King Henry into the ground, but is that enough to win games? I don't have uh, the schedule up for, uh, the Tennessee Titans. The Titans
0: have have the Houston, have Houston today, followed by Dallas, and then and then Jacksonville.
1: So then they're going to play head to head for it. And I don't, I'm not picking Tennessee to beat Dallas without Ryan Tannehill.
0: Right. So. right. That's why I was going to say, Ravi, you you're right. Yeah. um yeah i think tennessee can win the game so let me know jacksonville won the other thursday night right okay so jacksonville's now what seven and eight tennessee is now seven and seven right now so let's say tennessee wins today. tennessee wins today they beat houston even with their rookie Malik willis they're eight and seven okay so jacksonville's a game behind then you've got dallas after that for tennessee they lose that game they go they're eight and eight jacksonville next week has uh has the, has the, has the texans they should win that game They'll be and eight, And then it comes down to the final game of the year. As Obed just said, going at it for the division eight, both eight and eight, same record. Yeah. Without Ryan Tannehill. Trevor Lawrence gets that victory. So, therefore, I say, Ravi, you're right. The Jacksonville Jaguars will win the AFC South on that one, for sure. Beautiful.
2: That's going to be a good game, too. Yeah, Yeah, I think it's
0: actually going to be a decent decent game for the Jacks Jaguars, too. Um, Let's get into our picks, guys, before we end the show. Week 16 picks. Uh, Week 15 wasn't too bad. I actually went 12-4 and in my picks. Obed went 10-6. and Um, As we know, Jacksonville played New York the other night. Both Obed and I did pick Jacksonville off the air. Um, So, let's get to the next matchup. And Ravi... Quickly, before we get to our picks, any thoughts on your New York Jets from that from this past Thursday? Because I just, I just want to get one no, 30 seconds. No,
2: I, I I believe the last time I was on the show with you guys and they lost to New England, I called it that the Jets are not going to do anything. That game broke their season. And this is everything I predicted and expect.
0: Is, is that, will Zach Wilson be in a New York Jet uniform next season?
2: Uh, if he is, it'll be in a very limited role. I think they're going to try to move him maybe to a Green Bay play hero ball with his buddy uh, Ann Rodgers as a backup, maybe trade him for love. Let's see what happens. Okay. Um, first matchup, Buffalo at Chicago today. Obviously,
0: I'm going with the Bills here, Obed. Uh, no brainer. But Justin Fields is playing the lights out, man. He's playing his tail off for sure. Uh, he's having a heck of a heck of a last few weeks.
1: Yeah, they don't have a – functioning wide receiver group uh, for Chicago. So they're just designing a bunch of runs to quickly kill the clock and then get out of there because this season has been over for the uh, Chicago Bears for a lot of weeks here. Um, This is a get right game for Buffalo. um, And I, in as much as let's get everybody going so that they remember that they can make big plays, remember that they can score touchdowns um, get them away from feeling like they are just the Josh Allen show because if if Buffalo's smart, they will have learned from watching the Eagles play against Chicago and making their quarterback run that resulted in an injury, and then they don't have their quarterback for the next three weeks, next two weeks. You don't need, this doesn't turn into a pissing contest of rushing quarterbacks. Run the offense, stay in the pocket, get out of the game. No one should get hurt. We should not lose. Mm-hmm. This
0: is a, this is an easy W. Go For, for sure. Yeah. Ravi, Bills or Bears? Who do you got?
2: Uh, bills all the way with uh, everything you guys hit on.
0: For sure, uh, New Orleans at Cleveland. Gonna go Cleveland, I believe. Chris Olave is out for the Saints. They um, got, they got a bunch of injuries there. But uh, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Cleveland on this one, Rev. Who do you got? Uh, Saints or Browns?
2: I'm also gonna go Browns. Uh, the Saints really aren't doing anything um, this year. They're gonna have, they're gonna have a, a crazy off season. They're gonna have to really evaluate who they are and what they want to do going forward. Uh, Cleveland is looking on the way up. Deshaun Watson is uh, getting his legs under him and um, looking forward to seeing what he can do.
0: I'm wondering, I'm still wondering why, Obed, the Saints aren't putting in Jameis Winston. It's just, you know, still, I think it tells a lot that they're still rolling with Andy Dalton. But either way, I'm going to go with the Browns, Obed. My question is, what does it tell a lot of? Jameis is not, is not ready or, you know, they, they don't believe in him.
1: I think that they believe in him. I think that when you have multiple fractures in your back, You're probably not playing. Mm. We've seen what that's done to Matthew Stafford's career. Now when he played with fractures in his back, when he was in Detroit for a losing team, he's not doing so hot. He has a spinal injury that's given him stingers and loss of function in one of his legs, because that's how bad the damage has gotten in his back. So Andy Dalton is out there. Taysom Hill, I think is something to think about. We're talking about a game that at game time should have 26 mile per hour winds, and feel like four degrees outside Ooh. uh with a potential 71 percent humidity so maybe there might be some scattered showers this is that the you know that lake effect snow that they're getting over there so i don't even know what this game is going to look like um does anybody think that they're going to actually throw a bunch of passes in this game i, I feel like this could be a slog fest
0: i feel like nick they're going to run the rounds going to run nick chubb all, all over the saints defense
1: and he's got a foot injury, so how well is he going to run? You know yeah. what I mean? Or, I like even with, or Kareem Hunt. With yeah. Kareem Hunt. I think it would be a yeah. big Kareem Hunt week. I think Taysom Hill on the other side could have a big game. Yeah. Uh, just because if they're not throwing, they're going to be running. But yeah. this is Cleveland's going to win this game.
0: Okay. Houston at Tennessee, we just talked about, know, about AFC South yeah. matchup. Uh, even, even with the backup QB, Malik Willis, Houston's just terrible. I'm going to go Titans real bad.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go Titans as well.
0: Rev, who do you got?
2: Yeah, throw a clean sweep here, Titans
0: you got Seattle at Kansas city um, rocking with the chiefs. Obviously they're on a tear, even though Gino has been playing very well, Ravi, like I've talked about it a few weeks ago on the show. Gino is, you know, he can be an elite QB given the time. So, but still going to go chiefs ref.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm going to go chiefs also uh, Seattle. Uh, you know, that's a great story this year, but they're not going to go. anywhere. Oh, bet. Who do you got?
1: Uh, I'm going with the chiefs. I mean, the, the Kansas city is just set up to do this. And if, if I can be so bold, Kansas City, who people tried to write off Patrick Mahomes because he didn't have Tyreek Hill anymore. Some of them have never watched a, a quarterback who's turns into what he needs to become in their team. And it shows because at some point they take away what you like to do. Are you dynamic? Can you flip the switch? Can you now spread the ball around and get a bunch of people involved? Even when you got guys like Travis Kelsey on the team he's dropping passes because he feels like he's got nothing to do you know like and look at the names he's working with here he's brought back Gigi Schuster having top 24 numbers the last few weeks uh you know Jarek McKinnon the cast off who barely played for San Francisco before he ended up there uh you know it's uh it's it's exciting to watch Kansas City all the way
0: New York football Giants at the Minnesota Vikings um Vikings going to be at home in the dome uh, I'm going to go with the Vikings Rev.
2: Uh, I'm also going to pick Minnesota. Uh, however, the giants, you know, they had that uh, game. I don't, know, I don't know if they won it or Washington lost it, but, uh, the giants are scrappy. Uh, you know, their coach Dable is has a good plan set up for them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like we said earlier, we just don't trust Minnesota. They can, they can lose at any time point. for inches is only two. This is going to be a game to watch, but I'm going to pick Minnesota.
0: Oh, Ben, who do you got Vikings or giants?
1: I'm going with Minnesota. Um, I think the Giants don't have the weapons to attack Minnesota where mm. they need to like it's Minnesota's boundary corners are very bad. This guy's playing on the outsides. Uh, so DJ Chark had a big play against them, uh, you know, and uh, they allowed, you know, way too many yards every game, but I don't think they could take advantage of that. There'll be some fireworks. I think Darius Slayton is going to catch a couple bombs, but uh, I'm going to go with uh, Minnesota.
0: Cincinnati at New England uh gonna go with Bengals here this one Obed sorry you know you're you're in the Patriots having a rough year you know like I said not sure if Mac Jones is that franchise QBA just as of yet but the Bengals are are playing well even with guys injured I mean borrowed a chase is just a lethal lethal duo right there so gonna go Bengals Obed
1: yeah I was going Bengals as well um uh you know it's uh I'm not hurt by it. New England's not playing well right now, but this is what happens after you franchise players leave your team, right? This is just the expected is how quickly you bounce back. Um, but yeah, I'm going to take Cincinnati. This is a game that Cincinnati needs. I think they want to get some momentum. They've got a big game coming up uh, against Buffalo. So, you know, I think, uh, I think this is going to be a good, good win for them.
0: Uh, Rav, who do you got here? Bengals or Patriots?
2: uh Bengals also and uh you know bad like you said the players i think earlier we hit on it it was uh, mainly it's the coaching i feel you know i don't know what the direction of this team is at this mm. time
0: mm-hmm.
2: so um i think the players are there they have a good setup going on it's just the, the lack of direction maybe right yeah. right
0: Atlanta at Baltimore I don't think Lamar Jackson is is back as of yet they're still gonna go with Tyra Tyra Huntley so but either way I'm gonna go with the Ravens here because Atlanta is going with uh their rookie QB in uh Ritter is that right Obed
1: that is right they're going Ritter I think he loves Drake London but you know he's not he's got a slow release and he has a little skittish in the pocket
0: um so I'm gonna go with Baltimore Rav what do you got Ravens or Falcons
2: yeah also Baltimore um Jackson is out. But uh, like I said, Hundley's a good backup. He plays, this, he's pretty much a mirror of Jackson. He plays the same type of style. So I think uh, Ravens all the way.
0: Uh, Washington at San Francisco, going to go with the Niners. They're just beasting, you know, with six, seven wins in a row. What, what is it now? Um, you know, they're won one their division. They're clearly one of the uh, they've been the best defense in the league. So i going to go with Niners, Rev. What do you got? Uh, commanders or Niners?
2: Yeah, I'm going to go Niners. It's going to be a, a Purdy day in San Francisco.
0: Um <laughs>
2: uh, it's gonna be uh i don't i don't see washington uh doing much in this game
0: yeah oh, oh man who do you got it
1: it could be a purdy day in san francisco it might be a chaotic day because they have uh, the washington football team has activated uh chase young to return to make his debut so you know they took their time they waited until he felt really good him john allen uh who's the other offensive lineman that they have out there A defensive lineman, excuse me. I can't remember. Uh, They're, they're vicious. They got a vicious front. Um, But again, you don't need to do much to win when you're the Niners, when you've got Christian McCaffrey and uh, uh, George Kittle out there. So yeah, I think it will be a pedestrian day by uh, Purdy standards, but
0: they're going to get the W. So let's go San Francisco. Yep. Yep. Uh, Philadelphia at Dallas, uh, probably the game of the week, which you just talked about minutes ago. Um, I'm actually going to go Dallas. I'm not sure if Gardner Mitch, you can lead this Philadelphia Eagles team to victory over this Dallas Cowboys squad. Uh, like I said earlier, Cowboys have to get to them. Get th- that defense gets them uh, early and often with Micah Parsons and them boys, Demarcus the Lawrence and, th- and the rest of that squad. Uh, and I, like I said, if they can control the clock, Tony Pollard, I think should have a decent game as well too. Uh, Oh, bad. So I'm going to go with the Cowboys.
1: You know, I was thinking about it. I was. I wanted to go with the Cowboys, but I went with Philly because of an injury to one of the players on Dallas on Dallas's defense, uh, Layton Vander Esch later Vander Esch is out. That means you're going to try to move Micah Parsons around. I don't know who the best cover linebacker is, but with the return of Dallas Goddard, I have a feeling that, Hey, tight end is the quarterback's favorite receiver. You know, especially a, a you know the one who's coming in, but Goddard hasn't played well against the Eagles, you know, in almost his entire ten, uh, the Dallas Cowboys, excuse me, against the Dallas Cowboys in his tenure. Um, that and you have AJ Brown, and you have Devonta Smith, and you have uh, Miles Sanders, and and you have Boston Scott. It's just too many weapons that there's no reason Philadelphia should not be able to beat Philly just a few steps down. Even Philly, a few steps down, should be able to beat Dallas.
0: Okay. I think this is definitely the game of the week for sure, Ravi. Um, Eagles or Cowboys? Who are you you taking here, dude?
2: Yeah, I'm I'm taking Eagles also. I think uh, Gardner is excited for this game. He's preparing very well. A good week of practice from what I've seen um, on the clips. So I'm going to go with Philly. Um, I'm going to trust that they're going to win this game.
0: I'm telling you right now, if the... Eagles beat the Dallas Cowboys with their backup QB. Cowboys are done. I mean, this is this is a tell. This is a tell-all game for the Dallas Cowboys to really show their moxie and show where they're at as a team. You have to come out with this victory if you're Dallas. Um, and I mean, there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to beat them. And I think the Eagles win this game. They win the division. That's it. And they only need to win one more victory to get the division. So the, the division Sh- race is over. Sherman,
1: uh, do you think that? Uh, Philly is that much Jalen Hurts that without him they couldn't win this game.
0: I mean, look, look at look at his year, man. I mean, I think Jalen and I and I actually said it to you, Obed, before the even season started. I said we need to see big things from Jalen Hurts this year, and yeah. he could have a, a a substantially good year. Yeah. And and for sure he is. I don't think you can just throw in any single person, any old random QB and have success. This is a guy who's 10th the league in yardage, one with 3,472 yards, 22 mm-hmm. touchdowns and only five interceptions on the season. Um, he's, and he's also fourth in QBR. So I think, mean, yeah, he's having an efficient year. Obviously it's helped. It helps when you have, you have AJ Brown and Devontae Smith on the outsides. Of course, right. <laughs> let's not get it twisted right, right. there, but um, I'm not sure if you can just throw in any old, any old person. I'm not saying Gardner Minshew is, you know, is, is a, any old quarter, quarterback, but he is a backup for a reason. Yeah, obviously. Right. Um, uh, and I think, you know, they are, they are playing, playing well. They've, they picked up, you know, on and Sue, Lindval Joseph, we talked about a couple of weeks ago, bad with them, mm-hmm. on that defensive line. Mm-hmm. Yes. Philadelphia is a very, very good squad. Yeah, yes. But, uh, but I think Jalen Hurst is the, is the horse, is the one that the wolf that leads the pack, you know? That's, hey, listen, That's if,
1: if you can drive a Ferrari, if Purdy can come out here and drive the Ferrari, I think a backup quarterback second year in the system understands what he needs to do mm. already knows the playbook right has mm-hmm. familiarity with the guys it's not like they're just throwing joe schmo in there you know right, what i right, mean right, like right, it's, right. it's, true, it's true different sure. starting from it, right starting from zero versus a guy who like we don't have to change anything mm-hmm. run the play he's seen the play he runs mm-hmm. the scout team right he knows yeah, what we're doing
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah all right we'll see what happens there las vegas at pittsburgh i'm, I'm going with the raiders here ravi uh pittsburgh if I'm not mistaken is Mitchell Trubisky back starting for the Steelers I I don't even know but I think he's playing yeah
1: okay and I I didn't I should have picked them last week I had them against Pittsburgh and I changed it because uh Pickett didn't start Mm -hmm. but even without Pickett starting they still he Mitchell Trubisky had an 11 minute and 43 second drive against Carolina that resulted in a touchdown yeah that's crazy
0: yeah um, I'm but I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Raiders this one, Rav. Who do you got? Raiders or Steelers?
2: I'm gonna go with the Steelers. They're at home. I mean, everything you said makes sense, but I feel the momentum. You know, with the retiring of uh, the the number and um, just the emotion, it's gonna be in that stadium. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna uh, take this one out. Okay. Oh, bet. Who you got? Raiders or Steelers?
1: I'm on. I'm on the Steelers. Um, I was hesitant to pick them but it seems that they have a they have naji harris just running hard for them pickens is making amazing plays even when deontay johnson doesn't get the ball a lot i really feel like deont uh uh george pickens is the future of that receiving group um yeah i'm gonna go pittsburgh they want, okay. they want this W for Franco.
0: Yep, Green Bay, at Miami on Sunday. I'm going to go with Miami here. As we know, Green Bay's had their struggles all season long, especially the game. this game is in Miami too. This is a bounce back game for the Dolphins after losing three straight, uh, Ravi. So I'm going to go with the Dolphins here.
2: Yeah, same. I'm going to pick the Dolphins as well. Uh, Green Bay is not really uh, showing me much this year. Or they're showing what they don't want to show. But uh, <laughs> Miami is going to get back on track.
0: Yep, Oh, bad. who you got, Packers or, or Dolphins? Oh, man, you
1: know, as much as I hate the Dolphins, they're going to win this game. If there's a chance for Aaron Rodgers to have, like, a a good quality game, they got the best weather. They're down in Florida, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is, is going to be Miami getting back on track. Probably should have. Uh, I'm not going to say that they should have won the game. I'm not going to throw flowers on Tua because he's still throwing underthrown balls to the middle. Uh, a defense has now shown us that if you take away the middle of the field, you can have success against these guys you know um gosh uh they're gonna win this game they're gonna win this game uh i agree with robbie i don't know if they're a super bowl contender but they could certainly be a playoff team
0: denver at the los angeles rams i'm actually gonna go rams in this one here i know uh the broncos i think russell wilson is back playing i don't you know he was out last week with the concussion i think he'll be back but either way you know it's in la i'm gonna go with the rams here uh obed
1: I'm going to go with Denver. That defense travels. uh, If they have, uh, it's crazy to say. If they have Russell Wilson, they might have a chance to score 18 points. Uh, They scored more than 18 points last game, last time Russell played. I think something finally clicked, but. One in um, a row. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, right.
2: All right, Rav, what do you got? Rams or Broncos? Yeah, I'm going to go Rams. I think they're just going to keep riding um, Mayfield. Yeah, Yeah, Mayfield. Um, What a thing to say. (laughs) <laughs> yeah um they're at home I don't uh I haven't followed Denver that much this year but uh, from what I was able to say it, it's not looking so great
0: yeah even with Russ back back at QB um Tampa Bay at Arizona uh man Arizona's going down to third string QB Penn State alum Trace McSorley is getting the start for the Cardinals Tampa Bay is going to run all over this Arizona Cardinals team, uh, literally and figuratively. Like I said, they're going to get after Trace. It's going to be a, it's going to be a rough outing for his first career start as an NFL QB. Rav. So I'm going yeah. with the Bucks for sure. This one,
2: yeah, absolutely. I'm going with the Bucks. Also, I hear there's a lot of turmoil going on in Arizona. That uh, the coach just publicly said that he's not interested. Doesn't want to really do this anymore in Arizona anymore. So that is all being heard in the locker room. I don't even know who's going to show up to play
0: yeah it's it's that's what happens when you when your team's losing uh Obed Bucks or Cardinals
1: this is so sad um I thought Trace McSturley could be like a a Lamar Jackson Jr. uh at least make a few plays with his arm make more plays with his legs uh leverage James Conner you still have Nuck Thompson Nuck Hopkins there uh you still got um Rondell Moore there you still got Greg Dortch you still got uh AJ Green, I'm forgetting Marquise Brown. You know, they got they have talent on the offensive side. I just they don't have a driver right now. Um, so Tampa Bay. I don't know how Tampa's gonna look, but Brady has played well in this stadium before. He likes playing in uh in uh, Arizona. Uh so you know, let's go Bucks.
0: And last but not least, Monday night matchup, Los Angeles Chargers at the Indianapolis Colts. Um, Like I mentioned before, Nick Foles will be starting for the Colts in this one. Uh, But either way, I'm going with the Chargers. Justin Herbert, I think, is that dude. Um, He's having a good solid year. So let's go Chargers. Obed, who do you got? Chargers or Colts?
1: Go Chargers. And the Chargers defense is starting to play a lot better for all that money they spent. Um, I don't know. Do we have a Joey Bosa sighting? Do we know if Joey Bosa is playing coming back?
0: I'm um, not sure. I think yeah. I know. I think Derwin James is going to return for this one. Uh, I think. I believe so from that one. But Joey Bosa, okay. uh, I think he's. I think he's still an IR. If I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure Joey Bosa is still an IR with a, with a grown injury. So
1: Brandon Staley says we'll let you know as soon as possible, and that was nine days ago. Bosa has yet to practice. Return to practice. It's unlikely he gets activated from oh. IR and plays. Okay, so oh, he's not back. But, there you go. There uh, you but go. Derwin James back is a huge boost to them. Cleo Max playing great in the middle for them. Um, I feel like this LA team is coming around at the right time. They finally got uh, uh, Mike Williams back healthy. The uh, looks like Keenan Allen is back at doing Keenan Allen things, um, and you know Herbie Hancock is doing work. So
2: uh, let's go Los Angeles. <laughs> Rev, what do you got? Chargers the Colts. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Chargers on this also. Uh, the Chargers, I like Justin Herbert. I think he's going to find his way uh, for the rest of the season. And uh, let's see what he has ready for us next year.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Good one there, fellas. Um, well, folks, that is going to do it for us this week here on What's the Word? Entertainment. We appreciate you joining in once again. Uh, fellas, uh, great to see you guys as always. Uh, happy, like I said, a happy Christmas Eve to everyone out there. Uh, Obed, uh, any last words for the people before we get out of here on this Christmas Eve?
1: If you haven't started doing your taxes, you should start doing your taxes. Enjoy the rest of time with your family. I hope you get that (laughs) gift that you were hoping for. Uh, I hope that you realize the gift that you were hoping for is secondary to the person
0: who gave it to you. And you guys have a great holiday. Absolutely. Well said. Well said, Obed. Uh, Rab, any last words before you head out?
2: Uh, Just a comment on what Obed said. Uh, For the next four months, we're going to hear about tax clips for your heart, dude. You work for H&R Block, don't you?
0: Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's the plug right there, folks. Actually,
1: the actually, <laughs> I work. I work for Hulu. They have live sports. <laughs>
2: <laughs> plus, plus money.
1: Plus. money.
2: <laughs> uh, no, I'm just gonna uh, you know, mirror everything you said. Uh, you know, it's all about uh, family. Really reflecting on what we've done this year, what we want to do next year. Um, mm-hmm. You'll know, make mm-hmm. a difference. Uh, you know, be the change you want to
0: see. 100%. 100%. Well said, Ravi. Yeah. Folks, um, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy New Year, Happy Happy Valentine's Day, Happy St. Patrick's Day. I'm just gonna get it all the way now. You know, Happy Out Flag way, Day. Yeah. Order to those too.
1: Valentine's Day's flowers now uh, because they're birthday. probably cheaper. Happy Birthday.
0: Probably, oh, there's another one, there you go. Hey, yes, yes, thank you, thank you, yes, yes. I'm t- I will be officially old tomorrow on Christmas Day but he's yeah. in veteran
1: of the game he's yes still, he's still available <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still i'm still here up. i yes you know,
0: I, I can come off the ir anytime folks let me um, let me know i'll throw me in the game coach uh, but yeah guys thank you for joining in once again we appreciate it as always appreciate you listeners out there listening in. uh we hope you have a very good holiday whatever it is that you celebrate enjoy your time with your family and friends and all your loved ones Hope you get those to get that gift you wanted but again cherish the time with family and friends as always um don't forget to check us on Twitter at the W-W-E-N-T. For our guest, Ravi from New York, for my co-host and partner crime, Obed, I am your boy, Sherm. We will catch you guys next time. Peace. Peace.